Welcome to the Varying Viewpoints podcast series hosted by the Samuel Dewitt Proctor Institute for Leadership, Equity, and Justice, as well as the Rutgers Center for Minority Serving Institutions. I'm your host. My name is Brandy, and I'm the Acting Director for Communications and Programs at the Samuel Dewitt Proctor Institute for Leadership, Equity, and Justice, as well as the Rutgers Center for MSIs. Uh, today, I have I have the pleasure of interviewing Josue, who's the CEO of GOMO Educational Services. Thank you so much, Josue, for joining us. We're going to get started. So can you just tell us a little bit about yourself, a little bit about the work that you do? So I oversee an institute that provides a PD and executive level training to anyone and everyone that deals with children, both directly and indirectly. And it's basically having the vision of working with the adults to provide um, professional capacity to focus on student voice and agency. And the what GOMO does is build the capacity of those adults to focus on student voice and agency, and then that will help us move more towards student choice because currently we basically tell students what to do. They like they have to go to college, and that's the only um, pathway and avenue. And what we do is offer them um, insight, strategies, and support to help them go beyond just that one-dimensional uh, future path. Um, so what has sparked your interest in designing the work that you do and also designing curriculum and what has kind of inspired you to do the work that you're doing right now? And then also, can you tell us a little bit about why this work is important? So as a former principal for 14 years, my role evolved from when I first became a teacher to assistant assistant principal to principal, it was more so focused on discipline. And usually that's where the minorities, especially minority males, uh, were usually circumscribed to that role as far as like we can basically handle, control uh, students. And I wanted to start trying to be regarded in a different light. And that's what led me to understand what is real curriculum, how can I impact it, and how it can help um, affect real change so that I can be seen in a different light as an actual expert practitioner in curriculum and design and high-performing professional learning community. That work is important because when People see an African-American male, especially in the educational leadership capacity, we just tend to think that they've been there because of disciplinary and and, uh, people have been able to see me in a different light because of that. Awesome. Um, So you kind of talk about this and you mentioned it in in your previous answer, um, but you began your professional career working as a school teacher, um, then went on to pursue administrative roles as a a vice principal, a principal, and then a chief academic officer in various urban and suburban school districts. And most recently, you were the director for RISA at the Rutgers GSC. Um, now you are the CEO of GOMO. What prompted your decision to work with GOMO and to do the work that you're doing now? Since the uh, closing of RISA, there was a continual need for uh, the work that I'm doing at, uh, was doing at Rutgers Graduate School of Education. And people saw the value benefit in the services and offering. So it was a no-brainer. The area around equity because inequity has existed for so long, people are not only wanting, but they're desiring to to make their districts and systems more equitable. And it's not just school districts, but even businesses and organizations. So what better way just to continue the work? Uh, There's been a lot of uh, time, uh, research has been performed, and I've been able to make a number of connections that will help me um, continue this work, not just now, but even for years to come, because it is grounded in research and we help uh, school districts uh, with actual practices they can implement next day. Yeah, so thank you so much for sharing that. I think that is really important to think about ways to to use research to kind of create tangible changes within the educational system. 
and, and just making sure that education is a lot more equitable. So that leads me to my next question. So based on your experience and based on the research you've done, um, what are some of the challenges you've noticed facing K through 12 students in your work? And how is GOMO, um, how does it continue to do the work of, of RISA to kind of support these students, but also how, how is GOMO addressing these challenges head on under your leadership? One of the challenges or the challenge facing at least all K-12 in New Jersey, although we do support um, districts and organizations around the country, is the equity issue. It's not only because school systems, but because of all of our um, systems that exist in our country. They're all structural and oppression in ways that people uh, that do not fit the ideological entities, they're failing. So that was the, what prompted me to even, um, when I started my work at RISA, to focus on that, even though there, was, there were opportunities for me to focus on many different things. So the students who have been oppressed uh, for so long, the adults that have been oppressed for so long, how do we help change, dismantle, and reconstruct systems so that there is no more oppression? That is the huge, the, the, the most salient challenge. And as a result, we have to, change systems, change mindsets, and it's a total different paradigm shift because now practices need to change based on also. And it's not something that can actually change overnight. So um, that's what I'm here for, to help those systems in that way. And I started in RISE and I'm continuing that at GOMO. And under my leadership, I'm supporting leaders to do that change or work with that change from the top, working its way down. Because I've done a lot of work with the teacher level, paraprofessional level, um, even certain student levels. And it's not sustainable when we work it that way because the leaders, if they're not competent, culturally competent, uh, culturally aware, culturally responsive to uh, the various different cultures to start seeing things about their community, it actually falls to waste and it becomes futile. So now my goal is working and, and task is working with the leaders and drilling it downward so that we can have the sustainable uh, systematic work that's going to be there uh, for years and years to come. Awesome. So I think that those are really big challenges. Um, and I think that you have really big goals, but you're right in saying that um, those things just won't change overnight. So can you tell me a little bit about what are your strategic goals moving forward as the CEO of GOMO's Educational Services um, and how you plan on enacting those, those, uh, those goals or how do you plan on implementing the strategies to attack those goals? So my goals are via platform oriented. And it's one as far as offering school districts an opportunity to progressively learn about equity um, and how to be equitable leaders and equity warriors and co-conspirators or allies by uh, addressing issues, challenges within their system, and then providing them uh, systematic ways and steps and strategies, objectives towards attaining those goals and objectives for them, again, via the platform of a network building. Second goal would be offering it through conferences because certain people do not, uh, they're not exposed depending on who's the leader, finances, everything else that's embedded within their district or, or that they're operating under. So the conferences will offer them just views and insights towards new ways, uh, new strategies, and even research about equity uh, practices, and they can see that through events that are happening through conferences. Another one is in-district services. 
school districts, organizations can call us in to support them. And this is more of the embedded work that's aligned to their strategic goals, visions, and support them according to their specific needs. Whereas the two other platforms are offering big picture, supporting them step-by-step, supporting uh, districts and organizations in-house according to their needs and do it long-term. That is where we look to really build the capacity of those uh, practitioners to help towards become experts, to turnkey, and really have a cycle of the work continual in their organization schools as well as districts. Other part is keynotes. Sometimes you have so many uh, people in your organization and it's difficult to reach them. And usually that's a platform is just making them aware, inspire them, motivate them um, all together as one and be aware of the new vision or how it's modified. And that we do that through that platform. And my last one is just uh, through equity audits. First step of really finding uh, challenges of equity in your district would be through an equity audit. And it's difficult that if you don't, you're just basically spinning your wheels wondering why things aren't working. And the equity audit allows you to see specific challenges and it, it, it brings it from a micro level. And then we can actually start creating objective standards, uh, expectations towards addressing them via an action plan. And that can be used in uh, district strategic planning uh, process and paperwork. Uh, or even visions that they start uh, to uh, plan moving forward. So you highlight that GOMO is is an equity-focused organization, right? And they do a lot of work focused on equity. And as an institute focused on equity, leadership, and justice, I'm interested to see how you kind of see the work that you're doing relating to higher education um, and then the field of higher education and whether or not it relates at all. And then maybe you can talk a little bit about kind of what led you to decide that equity is what you wanted to pursue and how it relates to your work. So let me get into um, how I got there first. When I first took over RISA in 2018, I was looking for direction. So what I did was I texted 23 superintendents that represent 19 of the 21 counties and asked them, what are your top three priorities in education? Do you know that all of them, 100% said for their number one priority, it was equity. So that gave me the overarching piece, which allowed me to develop a number of equity-related topics. And then I was able to bridge a lot of the other um, topics under the the next two priorities that they had given me. And uh, things with like LGBTQ, with transgender rights and policies, the ever-changed landscapes of ELL, um, self-fulfilling prophecies as far as like social justice, as far as believing kids. Because when you don't, they they don't um, they they won't succeed. But when you believe they can, and you level a playing field, watch them excel. A list of things like even trauma, which we're doing a lot of work in trauma informed practices. So it's really getting to hear from the educators what their needs are and design things around what they need. And it's so applicable. And that's the reason why there are so many uh, school districts, organizations um, that even support them are requesting to work with GOMA, and. How am I advancing that, especially even at the higher ed? I've now been receiving a number of higher ed uh, work requests, uh, things like even cultural competency, cultural responsiveness, because faculty are uh, looking to support other faculty, but even more so work with students that are coming from the K-12. So we're receiving a a number of uh, requests to support higher ed, and I believe that this work is really going to move forward because our organization utilizes the research-based impact to uh, impact as far as practicing how it needs to move. And then these higher ed 
faculty are the ones who are also preparing students uh, for you know these classrooms and other um, work throughout the world and its impacts. We do it that way. Another uh, way we work with higher ed is I ran even a trauma network that did a a look at the from infancy to adulthood and because kids in K-12 are leaving K-12 with a trauma, they're going to higher ed with the same trauma. What are the higher ed faculty researchers seeing and how what are they doing to impact that change? And I did that as well as like once you're out of higher ed, there's impacts of even trauma from you know the uh, mental health and diseases, the obesity, the epigenetics, that's basically the physiologically mutation of people's brains due to trauma over years that does, that does not just stop at K-12 or higher ed. So these are kind of work that we're doing. And then the goal now is even moving beyond that to provide research with the institutes and organizations and schools that we're working with so that we're even further grounded with applicable research that's happening in school districts, organizations that we support and be able to publish those so we can have uh, research that's uh, that's directly related to GOMO for the world. Awesome. Seems like you guys have some really great things in the future. That's super exciting. So that was my last question. Um, I just wanted to say that I'm super excited for all the work that you're going to do and all the work that GOMO is going to do. Um, and I'm, I'm super excited to hear kind of how you all progress. So thank you again for just taking the time to talk with me today. Um, and yeah, do you have anything you wanted to add? Yes, if uh, people would like to contact me, my name is uh, Dr. Josue Falaise. So it's J-O-S-U-E-F-A-L-A-I-S-E. That is the name on all uh, social media platforms, as well as GOMO, uh, all our social medias on at GOMO, G-O-M-O-E-D-S. So on all social media platforms, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Awesome. And uh, if they would like to see more information, it could be at uh, www.gomoedservices.com. Perfect. Perfect. So be sure to check out GOMO and, and to learn more about what Dr. Joe Sway is doing with regard to all the work that he's doing on equity and just moving higher education as well as just education K-12 forward. Thank you so much for your time again. Um, and we look forward to talking to you and to learning more about what you're doing. Thank you so much for having me.